Well, hello there. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I was being deliberately creepy. Yes. That, that was the single creepiest intro of the entire season. Hello, you're my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is a local podcast for local people. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't burn him. <laughs> Welcome to the Red Weird Podcast Halloween special. Ooh. It is truly terrifying in here right now. As terrifying, as, as terrifying as usual. <laughs> um, yes, we are here. And well, I'm naked. <laughs> <sighs> it's uh, it's the and it's also the end of our first series. We're gonna we we decided this is the last episode of this current format. <laughs> yep, six seasons in a very British structure. Six seasons. Due six t- episodes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> All right, maintaining the normal high quality standards you've come to expect. I will be amazed if we make it six seasons. <laughs> oh dear. Game on, game right, on. Right, that's the end of that. I've written a special intro for this. Um, so shall I? Uh, shall I tell you all about it? Oh, mm. Gog, go for it. Just using my broadcasting and punnery. Oh yes, I've worked a lot of horror films into this. Are you ready? Okay. <clears throat> Welcome to a frightful edition of the Red Weird Podcast. The thing is, you may not like a scary movie, but the shining light of this glorious podcast may act as the exorcist for your fears. And 28 days later, you'll still be in awe at our Halloween special. It's not an alien concept to like this genre. And you don't have to be a psycho to do so. So prepare your ears as we exercise our jaws for this spooky spectacular. <laughs> Just die. <laughs> Please don't scream. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Is it done? Are I'm, you finished? I, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that was actually really quite good. It's very good. That, that, that was Reddit pun worthy. Oh, yeah. I'm, How long I'm, did that take? Uh, I wrote it five minutes before you arrived. <laughs> Lies. Clear lies. Obviously, I was thinking about that all all weekend. Got got to bed about two two thirty. Um, so yes, welcome to our Halloween special. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time you'd heard that. <laughs> what do you think? Do you like it? I wow! I'm, I'm my bowels are loser. That was the, amazing. The, the first bit was scary. This. Spooky. It was just here again. It removed all the threads. Yeah, it's like a whiskey (laughs) advert or something. Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) That's about as threatening as Barney. Barney the dinosaur is more threatening than than that. Oh, that's not fair. (laughs) Okay. Um, anyway, you need to do a variation of that where it's Skypey instead of Spooky. Skypey, uh, yeah. Every oh, time Howie yeah. comes on, Sky- po- Skypey's in the studio. <laughs> Skypey <laughs> McGee. Skypey, that just sounds so offensive. Um, I also had a go at um, redoing the bongos to make them sound creepy. <laughs> creepy bongos. Creepy bongos. I, I don't think I've succeeded, but do you want to hear it? Yes. Oh, shouldn't we wait? To- uh, go on then. No, come no. on. Come on. Screw well, it's it. because. If you think it's awful, I won't use it, and I'll use the normal ones. That's a fair point. So this okay. is this is the litmus test. This, this, this is quality. We didn't test this before starting broadcasting. We're doing. Well, that. no, I figured I wanted people to hear it in case we, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Funny, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep that for everyone. Yeah. 
Yeah, every break. Excellent. Okay. Um, I've also got a button to... um, We all have a tendency to waffle. <clears throat> Some of others, yeah. Um, so I've got uh, a special button. If you go on too long, you know how we talk about Brian Blessed a lot. Well, I've got him to get involved, and he's he's recorded this especially for me. Um, Bollocks! There you go. So whenever you just start waffling on. Bollocks! No, so basically that's going to be my punctuation. What have we been up to? Oh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Because we, uh, yeah. it's been a good few weeks actually. Yeah, it's been another so, sort of three weeks since episode five. So, three, it's been ages. Man. I mean, um, yeah, ages. three weeks a month. Eight, what, ages. Have, what have you been doing? Well, um, I, you know, my life is dull. I I went in the crystal maze. Oh my word! <laughs> That's not dull. That's shiny. <laughs> Like a crystal. I went in the real crystal maze. That's very cool. It was extremely cool. It's in a weird, like, nondescript business tower block in Angel in London. But it's the real thing with the real sets. and so cool. They have actors playing your maze master. And mine, uh, Liam, or Baz McStay, (laughs) was extremely entertaining. Baz McStay. Was there a a was there a Mumsy? They talked about Mumsy, but we never saw Mumsy. Never saw Mumsy. Also, uh, did Baz or whatever his name is play the harmonica? He didn't play the harmonica. He didn't play anything except he looked a bit like you, actually. Oh God, maybe (laughs) maybe there's a maybe there's a career beckoning. Uh, I got locked in twice. Twice? In the the Aztec zone. You got locked in twice in one zone? Yeah, it was... What what were your games? uh, They were both physical. One of them Ah. involved monkey bars and a spinning floor and putting eggs in a basket. And it was extremely complicated and I did an automatic lock-in. Did you get a thing that said, you know, the old, I cracked the crystal maze? No, no, there's a picture of me on Facebook proving I'm outside the crystal dome. That's it. Uh, Okay. They, They don't give you any prize you just um you, you can don't buy get one of those cool little crystals no you gotta buy it i mean i got my hand on a crystal but <laughs> i got locked in so i uh, couldn't okay. give it yeah it's really it's cool shame. oh that's, that's, a good highlight. that's amazing yeah that's wicked man. yeah it's pretty cool howie in keeping with uh the tradition of what i've been doing with the uh, podcast it's been a lot of vr stuff but uh, we've been getting great feedback on the app uh, that's how it's all called the main thing to do with that is we had the launch party post-launch party and nice. i haven't had um, well, I've done like multiple uh, parties for things that have come out, but a big one where a big product has gone out into the wide world from a private uh, entity. It's been quite a few years since I was involved in one of those. So uh, on Sky's Dime, we were set up in this club in Soho in the middle of a thing. And uh, you know, basically it was involved a lot of drinking. And it was one of these places that a lot of um, city types go and london still sort of terrifies me in a weird way that any <laughs> any night of the week there are a bunch of very well off very predatory people who are just being a different kind of predatory in the evening mm. um out dancing and there's like you're, you're doing this on a thursday evening and they're in charge of all the world's money that there's, explains a lot there's, <laughs> thursday's the new friday it is, and on Wednesdays, the new Sunday, I don't know, but it only seems to be sort of London and places like that. That's going on, that's really fun. Wow. Uh, went up on the London Eye as well. That was actually really quite cool. I've oh. not done that, actually. It's uh, it's worth the trouble. I mean, it's it's not all that che- uh, cheap, but um, I had a friend come over um, from abroad. He just did a, he's like, I'm going to come over for one night, let's go out. So I thought, brilliant, okay. So, uh, yeah, went out, took him around spied it and of course soon we went off on London Eye the clouds came over and it started raining it's like oh, you can, thank you England that's really good we went up we went up the monument because it's cheaper and you get the sort of similar view yeah so you've got to do a lot of steps oh yeah did you get a certificate though I 
I would recommend it. I, I have to admit, in hindsight, that might might have been more prudent because uh, <laughs> the, the sky was lovely and blue and the clouds were fluffy. And I was like, this will be perfect. And as we slowly rotated up, it's like... Oh, it's just like cloud. We were in the clouds. You, you, the lights were coming on. So you could see quite far as, as London turned to twilight. And that was quite oh, cool. Oh, that's but, nice. That's yeah, nice I, th- I, thought, I thought that was like kind of really quite vibrant. But I'd want to do it again with a clear day, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, other than that, working is always... Woo, cool. Such <laughs> an interesting, awesome life I lead. Uh, well, my highlight was playing on a PGA level golf course mm. recently, uh, which was wow. really good fun, actually. Uh, but we hired a buggy and it was absolutely peeing it down with rain. So actually the best bit wasn't the golf. It was doing getting the back end out in the buggy, <laughs> <laughs> which is not that easy, believe it or not. But no, actually, um, it was the highlight of my golfing career. I don't play golf that much and I'm absolutely rubbish. But I hit it into the sand, which obviously you're not supposed to do. But then I hit it out of the sand and it went straight in the hole. No oh, way. That's an amazing recovery. That was that was an absolute highlight. And I will, you know, I, I've considered retiring after that. That's pretty awesome. You're not going to outdo a shot like that. Never, yeah. never. So, Did uh, you manage to do any donuts in the buggy? No. Oh. It, it doesn't, I, no. They have this automatic cutoff when you're going downhill, so you can't put your foot down. Which is rubbish. Oh. That is rubbish. That, yeah, that is. Bollocks! <laughs> yeah. I actually started golf recently, had a lesson. Yeah. And he, the first thing he did was turn me around and made me play right-handed. I was going to say you left oh, or right-handed. What? Well, I was playing left-handed, as you as you know how. Yeah, you're a southpaw. I went to the driving range and played left. Yeah. First thing I he really did enjoyed was that. turn me around. Well, yeah. well I'm, um, I'm left-handed. I write left-handed, but I play golf right-handed. Well, I did wonder. There you go. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to get over that. I, that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Did you just like put them on in reverse or something? No, I did um, oh, something in Audacity where I did a sort of time shift and pitch oh, so shift. it slows it down to a bit and then it speeds it back yeah, up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Anyway. Um, Audio gravity well. So, ridiculous tech. Mm, spooky tech. Spooky ridiculous tech. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky tech. Oh dear God, that's terrifying. <laughs> it's actually becoming more scary the more I hear it. <laughs> so we have decided to go with um, a theme. Well, I just said to you, but I literally <laughs> just put two words, spooky tech, and I wanted to see what you came up with. My interpretation was either sort of Halloween related tech that was ridiculous or just tech that is really creepy and scary and yeah. So mm. who wants to take us off? Howie, have you got... Have you got a good one? I've got a couple. I did imagine that um, with Halloween, both of you would do some well on that. Plus, I also really struggled to find Halloween-related things that were particularly bum. So, I went on to torture devices because I'm a chronic <laughs> deviant. <laughs> Naturally, like, look up medieval torture. They were already like, in your browser. Yeah, so I, was like, well. I, was, I was like, well, I'll stop using that for um, personal reasons and <laughs> use it for the podcast. Yeah, seems fair. And uh, obviously the vast selection of uh, gory and um, gibbets and all kinds of malarkey. But one of the oldest and most horrific devices I came across was a thing called the Brazen Bull, also known as the Sicilian Bull. It was designed in ancient Greece as a solid piece of brass. Or rather, It was a statue, a brass cast of a bull uh, that's hollow on the inside with a door that could be lifted open, but was otherwise pretty solidly made. And it would be latched. A victim, whoever was being punished, tortured, sacrificed, 
would be placed inside the bull's sort of major chest cavity area that was hollowed out, latched in, and then a fire would be lit underneath the belly of the bull. And it would heat up until the metal was glowing red hot. On top of this, the the mouth part of the bull would be an open conical tubular chamber that would lead through to the main chamber that the victim was being sacrificed in, and it would amplify the sounds oh of them being seared and broiled alive in red-hot metal to sound like the bellowing of a bull. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it, would, it, it literally it would amplify the roasting death screams of them being... And, and of all the various, oh, you're being split in half, hung, drawn, and quartered, thumb screws, like a crocodile clips that take off your penis, and <laughs> those really are a thing. I thought that one is one of the oldest, and that's absolutely horrific. So, that yeah, is. Of all the torture devices, the brazen bull. That is incredible. First tech, Jesus dress up app. Um, which is a, it's a year round app. Jesus dress up. But there is a Halloween theme. Okay. Um, this obviously works really well on a podcast, but uh, feel free to check out my handiwork there. I've dressed Jesus up using Halloween oh apparel. Oh my God. Um, he looks like something out of... An '80s cartoon with the—he's got green rubber gloves on. By yeah, the way. yeah, comedy green gloves a with a nail t- through them. Obviously, a, a pink leotard. He looks a bit pale. He's got a very long white beard. He sort of looks more like Santa. Than yeah, him. I was thinking oh, when yeah. I when I saw this. This is a cross-dressing crucified Santa. It's maybe he's being crucified for cross-dressing. Well, maybe I made some poor choices with his apparel. Obviously. Uh, you haven't commented. He's wearing sunglasses. Oh yeah, that too. I don't Sorry. think he wore on the cross. Uh, <laughs> gorilla feet. I imagine it was quite yeah. it's quite sunny. Oh, I didn't see the gorilla feet. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Weird. I like the fact that they included the nails. It's a nice touch. Oh well, yeah, of course. Yeah. We wouldn't want to be inaccurate now, would we? No, straight no, through no. the hands. It's it's didn't very authentic rope. for that it's, authentic it's... thing that definitely happened. Mm. <laughs> I don't know where you find this stuff. You do go to the bowels of that the internet is and come back with treasure. It's a fun app. Utterly amazing. Okay, um, what else have you got? Okay, so I found the scary life-size human skeleton Halloween prop on Amazon for a mere twenty-four pounds fifty. Ooh. To be honest, it was pretty nondescript, but Nikki. Is really unhappy with it. Oh, it's a it's a review. It's a review. Yeah, excellent. Nikki said, one star. Life size. It's not even the size of a small dwarf. <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> a small dwarf. Well, it's- don't worry, guys. Okay. I've got this covered. Okay. So it does say in the description, life size. Yep. Doesn't say anything about a dwarf, but I did look into dwarfism like quite deeply after You've this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you did. The definition of a dwarf. Part of the definition is that they are less than four foot ten. Right. This skeleton's three foot. So, Nikki, that's a small dwarf would be precisely that height. So she's wrong, and she's ruined this product. Wow. This product will probably never be bought because of her one star review. That, that's smaller than a hobbit. Nikki's unhappy. Oh, I love a good moany review. Excellent. I mean, I I see her point in that you read life size, you assume somewhere in the between five and six foot region. Yeah, human skeleton. But it could be a child. Could be could a skeleton be a child. Dead child. Oh my god. Okay. This got well, dark very quickly. Well finally we're on to proper like Halloween level themes. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Spooky. 
I'm going to drag that out at every yep. opportunity. All right, awesome. good. Um, Howie, talking of dragging it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, my superpower, of course. Um, Shiri. And apologies if I pronounced that incorrectly. Siri. No, it's not Siri. <laughs> she, close. Not she close. we. Shiri. Shiri. S H I R I. This is an emotionally adept robot, which is creepy on its own, but it gets even worse. If you now to our hordes of Japanese listeners. Um, if you speak Japanese, you're probably wondering why it would be named after the word for buttocks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is because the Shiri is robotic buttocks. With silicon skin, it is identical to human buttocks in size and form. Emotion is expressed by the buttocks in the form of twitches, tension, <laughs> and protrusion. What the hell? Protrusion. Imagine you took the, the segment from just below the belly button to a very high upper thigh section of a person and it was just this twitching sort of early generation Terminator version of a bum. Amazing. Right. Um, the creators wanted the Shiri to be happy and you massage the buttocks to make it happy <laughs> as the Shiri is very <laughs> responsive to a variety of touches. Oh my God. You may be wondering what the purpose of such an invention is. The two points expressed by the creators are to innovate and expand the use of robotics, and the second is to research how people communicate with the strange invention. I'm just wondering how much it is. Fun- I, that I didn't see. Funnily <laughs> oh. enough, it was invented in Tokyo. It's uh, more like robotics. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Get it's actually. <laughs> So yes, the Shiri, uh, robotic buttocks you massage to make happy. Incredible. I've got the uh, handy iPhone case, which is a an iPhone case with a hand on the back. <laughs> okay. Literally, it's it's a model of a hand. It's it's about this. It's slightly bigger than. I'll see if I can show you. Um, it's an actual oh, wow. hand on wow. the back of an iPhone. It's not a print of a hand. It's like thing. It's a full-on three D hand. Yeah, like like from the Adams family. Yeah, sort of like thing. like thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, it's seven thousand Japanese yen, which uh, is apparently sixty nine dollars thirty cents. Of course, it's from Japan. It's j- from Japan. Um, <laughs> it's called the Dokiri hand case. Um, and then underneath the tagline is, "Dude, give me a hand with my iPhone." Literally. <laughs> probably worked better before it was translated um, this website continues uh why yeah i'm asking myself the same thing why would you want a hand on your iphone this hand iphone case could actually come in handy <laughs> as shown in the picture you could hold your hands with your iphone to make sure you don't drop it or if you're feeling really lonely this case may reach out to you and give you company okay i'm done this oh case God. is crazy this case is creepy and for some people this case is absolutely awesome <laughs> Uh, and then it just says, this hand is actually made from our COO's wife's hand. Don't get any creepy ideas, guys. <laughs> um, some hands may vary in size and shape, since each hand is made individually. Hmm. There is no hole for the camera. <laughs> what? So please remove the case when taking... Pi- what? What? Oh, my word. So, yeah, that... Um, that's that amazing stuff. I mean, that is just creepy as hell. If, if you can find it on the internet, look look it up. I like how we've just come across yes, Japanese robotic body parts. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so that's that spooky tech. We've done well. We've we've gone spooky. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> 
You're going to have to take the soundboard away from me if you're not yeah, careful. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no, I'm um, shitting myself here. Let's, uh, <laughs> for an entirely unrelated reason. <laughs> I just am. Let's, let's move on, shall we? Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> Happy Halloween. It gets funnier. Oh my That's, God. I thought it might grab on you. Um, it's Halloween. What are you afraid of? <laughs> okay, um, you asked me what I'm afraid of, and I did think about it. And I am afraid of things. I'm afraid of um, claustrophobia, rattlesnakes, water. Hang on, know. hang on. You're afraid of claustrophobia? I'm afraid of it. You're afraid of you, people. You're afraid of people. <laughs> in you're afraid of the fear of, of... This is what happens when you talk spaces. to public schoolboys. It's just so oh, don't give me that. Freaking pedantic. No, oh, it's, give me a break. Okay, I'm not afraid of claustrophobia. I love claustrophobia. I embrace claustrophobia. Because you have it. Because I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But any, in any case, I didn't really know how to elaborate on that. And so I thought, I've got not a lot to talk about. Then on Thursday, I was at work talking to my colleague... And as I was talking to them, I felt something on my face and I, in the middle of the office, went, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> and jumped, <laughs> like, about two metres across the room to hide behind Haley, the pregnant girl. You Bef- hid behind a pregnant woman. I, I protected woman. myself. You used a pregnant woman <laughs> as, as a human, human shield. shield. Yeah. And realised that another of my colleagues simply had brushed a feather on my face. <laughs> but I was like... I thought it was a wasp. And then I realised I'm absolutely terrified of wasps. Okay. And it's like, why did you do that? Oh my God. And my mate, uh, Lee, Lee, um, who you know, he, he said, I like how you were instantly leaping into action there. He said, if ISIS had walked in right now, you'd have frozen in terror. But if there's a wasp on your face, like, <laughs> get down, everyone get down. Fucking hell, jump for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm really scared of wasps. <laughs> It's a nice when you discover a fear of yours, isn't it? Oh, my word. I, what I love, actually, is the idea that there is a pointless species. And if it's wasps, that's fine. I mean, I it's was more like human. humans, am I right? Oh. <laughs> How droll. I mean, you think, like, hammerhead shark, what a stupid evolution that is. But, yeah, wasps, they're just, like, sitting around in their nests going, so what are you going to do today? I'm just going to go out and scare people and sting them and, you know what? Well, they pretend Screw to be bees. Cut them, you know, run away with their women. They dress, up, to be bees. they dress up like bees and they're just general horrible people. Harry, do you have a... No, I found this um, a little bit hard, not because I'm some brave, fearless person, but I was a very reckless child. I didn't actually have to ask my mum, like, what did I used to be scared of? Turned out to be, sorry for a lot of people listening, um, dogs. Mm. I used to genuinely have, now I was not afraid of creepy crawlies, um, water, heights, I would do all the spooky stuff, snakes, everything you might think of that would normally scare people, typical phobias. But for some reason, dogs. And it's even weirder because um, my father loved dogs. I mean, he's really, really, like, sort of dog mad. And my my mum likes animals. But for years and years and years, they would, I would just, like, be funny around them. And that made it work because dogs are highly intelligent. Mm. They pick up on that and they would react a bit funny to me. 
And I'd be well, like, oh, I'm they not sure about that. What do you mean they would react funny? Like, they, the, the thing is, if they know when someone's afraid. Yeah, if someone's afraid and they, they sort of, their instincts kick in and they, they know you're not comfortable around them and then they go over and that just, it led to a vicious cycle. And I've spent years and years mortified of being bitten I, and stuff. I'm, and now I, was I the see same. you with dogs and you're all, fine. All, all the time, yeah, yeah totally. I, really well. I was actually the same. I'm, I didn't think about this when I was thinking about it, but actually, yeah, I, I had the same problem. Um, apparently... When I was in a pram as a very young child, a dog jumped up and was, I mean, just being friendly, not attacking me at all, but mm. it scared the crap out of me. And I was really, really uncomfortable around dogs for a long time. Um, I soon had to adapt because uh, my my wife's family are all very much dog lovers. And so going to visit the in-laws, you're like, yeah, there's going to be dogs. I don't mind them now, and I, I'm definitely better with them, I'm mainly because I'm bigger than them. Um, <laughs> well, not, not the family or the dogs. Both. <laughs> well, both, yeah. What type are they? Um, one's a black Labrador, okay. and the other is a cockapoo. Ah, right. <laughs> which is a wonderful I'm name. Dumb, yeah, that's, that's up there with Shih Tzu, isn't it? Mm. A cockapoo is, I mean, it's a deliberate act of crossbreeding. I had a couple of instances like that when I was, um, uh, that added to my fear when I was about seven, uh, I was playing and I was trying to get used to dogs and be a bit more friendly with them. And I was being like running around in a park somewhere, boys, just this St. Bernard, and they're a big breed, mm. giant dog. And he's like playing, jumped up, chipped my tooth. He oh was my so God. God. Smack. Yeah, no, so it's obviously wow. not growing, but so I it took you me quite say, a while. Yeah. Introduce you to alcoholism and yeah. yeah. give you the barrel of whiskey under it. No, I, I do that to dogs to get back at them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, obviously. We're, we, we love animals oh, wow. here. Well, my, um, my fear, uh, I am terrified of snakes. It's a pretty standard one, I think. You got an Indiana yeah. Jones. See, well, I was there. I was thinking that. I was like, it's not if Indiana Jones is allowed to be afraid of snakes, mm. then then I am. Have, but you, have you met a snake? I have. I've held a snake. Yeah, and I hated it. I when I met a snake. I'm sorry to trump over your story. When I met a snake, it was fine. But the thought of a rattlesnake, which is what I touched on, mm. that's absolutely terrifies me it's just the way they move and um oh i don't know i just read stuff about stuff that happens in other countries and them eating bloody small goats and things you're like holy crap that's ridiculous oh the whole dislocating their jaws and just like digesting yeah some giant farm animal i mean i'm still i still i'm still traumatized (laughs) by the scene in road trip where where tom green gets his hand Eaten by Mitch, the the python. You know, <laughs> I haven't Unleash seen the Road fury, Trip. Mitch. Ro- you've not seen Road Trip. No, I've seen Sex Drive and Euro Trip. I so think I've seen Euro the, Trip. The crap ones. <laughs> yeah, you've seen the but you haven't seen the original one, I don't know. which I don't, has Stifler in it. I don't think Sex Drive is even an official scene. I don't think it is. No. Um, <laughs> when you talk about dislocating but, jaws, I just think of when I went to America and watched <laughs> certain women eating breakfast in IHOP. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> I'm glad it was about eating food. Uh, so, I mean, the, the 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 fear thing. I mean, it's. Um, I get the point you mean with rattlesnakes because oh. I've, I've I've been to Africa and I've um, one of the most scary, instantly like shocking moments I had was going up uh, Mount Meru or some trail and a green mamba, um, which is a pretty uh, venomous snake just darted uh, between... I was stepping and it darted between my legs and it moved at a pace that I just didn't think that something that cr- crawls along the floor... It's weird. ...could, could manage. I think that's but, the thing. It's the way they move. And uh, yeah. I, however, yeah. I did get really, really freaked out. I remember watching... It was a David Attenborough 
documentary and oh, showing the snakes mating. Okay. And you, you realise, oh, yeah, he's got a penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. He's not just a penis with a head. <laughs> <laughs> just goes head first. Oh, yeah, he's got a penis. penis. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like... What I mean is I get the point of the rattlesnake bit because when they suddenly do something like a cobra rears up or they hiss or you got that rattle yeah, and you suddenly got the, the threatening element, then you're like, oh, wait, this is actually quite a dangerous animal. I, um, um, I know my brother was, um, he went to the Amazon for quite a long time and he ended up wading through the river Ooh. and then spotting an anaconda. Oh, oh Jesus um, You know, several, I mean, about 10, 20 metres away, but still you, you spot that and you, well... I mean, the, luckily, the Amazon there was already brown, but... <laughs> oh. Well, they're, like, highly evolved killing machines, that's the point, and that's why it's so scary. Whereas, I just I it probably I'm, just reminds us guys, of myself. Guys, this just sort of crossed my mind, and actually, a second thing, I grew up by the coast, and I've loved swimming all my life, and uh, water sports and everything. I'm very much a sort of water person. But related to um, normal things that get adjusted to become much more scary by forces of nature, and I suddenly thought that, actually, if I'm out swimming in the sea and suddenly it gets sort of like deeper water, I become uneasy mm. about it. Like what might be there? The sort of the, the unknown, that kind of stuff, or suddenly being caught within the forces of something that must remind you that you're a puny sack of flesh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I, I mean, I freak out when a bit of seaweed brushes my foot. <laughs> and Anything brushes my feet in the and, sea, I can't well, see Well, my, my sister me. got really badly stung by a jellyfish when we were on holiday, and I was like eight years old, so that God. freaked me out massively. Um, one of the ones we were talking about um, is clowns. Now, what is it? Cool, cool rephobia. Yeah, uh, yes, the uh, C O U L R O phobia. Calcolrophobia. Now, again, there's, there's all these talks of irrational fears, and the clown thing. I thought we'd talk about that because it's sort of relevant considering what's been going on worldwide at the moment with people dressing up as clowns to deliberately scare people oh, a bunch of bellends doing real life oh trolling. essentially and I've I've been saying this for a long time I, I was talking to my sister about this and she was basically like if, if one of those came up to me I would just kick him and square in the balls and I'm like yeah absolutely perhaps they'd ring like bells that would be commitment to the crime <laughs> <laughs> why are people afraid of clowns I have no idea I have some science I'm ready for the... Here comes the science bit. Oh, good. Uh, well, basically, yeah, the, the thing with clowns, um, the modern clown, the, the sort of uh, 1950s onwards circus clown, it's quite an, uh, a recent thing, and thus the phobia is quite a recent component. Things, there's always been jesters in masks and people in makeup who had a license to get away with things that others couldn't because of their role, like jesters in the king's court and so on, and, and they would touch up against certain edges but the general thing in contemporary science is that the very heavy face paint you know the, the red and the white and the big painted on grin um helps hide uh, the clown actor's true expression and yeah. it makes people inherently uneasy the same if you go a step further with there's something inherently menacing about um a person a stranger in a mask on top of that if you think about how a clown's act is. It's not any kind of subtle commentary, subtle comedy or political commentary. It's designed to invoke immediate emotional responses. It's shock comedy. It's custard pies in the face. It's like water flowers. It's all very, very immediate rushes and fears. There was another aspect of its popular culture um, from the late sort of uh, 80, it's early 80s onwards, um, list of things uh, like the uh, costume aliens in Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 1988. Obviously, the probably most famous is Pennywise, who was the evil clown from It in 1990, Stephen King. 
uh, film. Killjoy from the ongoing film series, Killjoy. Captain Spaulding from House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil Was Rejects. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's genuinely scary. Yeah. And, of course, The Joker, Batman's primary yeah, nemesis, yeah, yeah. is essentially the sort of supreme evil clown. For me, Pennywise, I reckon, is the the birth of the modern fear of clowns because... The, the concept of the evil clown in the sort of haunted, you know, the haunted circus as opposed to the circus. Yeah. The real, the real yeah, where it's taken off, Pennywise, definitely. Yeah. That's okay. terrifying. What about Fizbit in Modern Family? (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. I do not get it. I figured that they tried to make people laugh. It wasn't working because they're not funny. So let's try scaring people. Rubbish. They did all right. What's next? Envy. Indifference. I don't know. Maybe they'll start posting hundreds of pictures of their babies on Facebook or Instagramming <laughs> their, their meals or something. Oh, yeah. like, so so, oh, so God, there'd be hundreds a, of pictures yeah, of tiny Instagrams white of sort of children with red noses and just yeah. hundreds of pictures of custard pies through filters <laughs> on yeah, Instagram. Instagrams of custard pies. Oh, jeez, I'm so oh. interested. It's just an attempt to justify their ongoing existence, which seems to be unjustified. Mm. Another scathing ex- assessment from Goldberg. Goldberg's rant. Goldberg's rant of the week. Woo! Hands <laughs> uh, are shit. Wow. Oh my god. Okay. Well, that. I mean, we've had our say on that. I. I mean, I blame Ron, Ronald McDonald for this. Yeah, he's the uh, one of the original uh, does scary scare clowns. Me. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's killed more than the character. It mainly is, with heart disease because he is the the face of a corporation. And it's terrifying. A, a terrible corporation. corporations are serial killers in business form. I think they're more genocidal than serial, to be honest. <laughs> Let's move on now uh, and uh, do another segue. And that means it's time for Harry's favourite bongos. I, I like starting slowly and then uh, speeding up do, as I move. Do you feel time like we're speed. like going through... Like a time warp or something. Yes. Like I'm, I, I feel like I've bit. just passed through a black hole. If you, Obviously, you both have seen this, but have you seen SpongeBob SquarePants 2 where it's a sponge out of water? And the time travel bit has this really funky like sequence every time they time travel. And it I've, just reminds me of that. I've uh, not seen that particular. Seen it. It's on my bucket list. It's so even, high okay, up the list. This makes it cool. Matt Berry plays a dolphin in it. Okay, winner. <laughs> sold, sold, right. Ah, as soon as we're done here, do that's Matt, going straight on the TV. I can't do a Matt Berry impression. <laughs> Listeners' letters. I believe we have some. We have several. We have we have some. We do. Um, I put a shout out to uh, folks via social media and all our usual channels, our fans of the show, so. for Halloween-related things. And I got some good responses, so I'm going to go through them in order. Firstly, Chris from Swindon. Boo! Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Chris. That's inherent. I'm from Oxford. I meant to boo Swindon. I'm not from Oxford, but Swindon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Swindon's great. Thank you for writing in my co-host, Abelant. Anyway, Chris from Swindon writes, uh, an old friend of mine... Uh, on Halloween had his house TP'd as one does probably shortchanged some trick-or-treaters or something toilet paper not small Indian tents <laughs> yes yes <laughs> exactly yeah. thank you for making that clarification indeed uh, he decided now I can see the logic in this theoretically he decided to he'd prove a point and possibly get some insurance by setting fire to the toilet paper oh my god <laughs> it burned up about two feet and at which point he had second thoughts <laughs> And he tried to put it out by hitting it with a towel. 
he managed to knock down a hanging basket, fell backwards so that it would miss him and trip down his own step and left an observable ass print in the bonnet of his car. Amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Well done, Chris. I've Beautiful. got uh, Alan from Hounslow writes... I was watching Paranormal Activity with my two daughters and two stepdaughters. When they went to bed, I popped the attic door a crack and cut out demon-shaped footprints <laughs> and laid a track of prints to the bedroom door. Oh my god! I also splattered McDonald's ketchup containers all over the outside of their bedroom window to look like blood splatter. The next morning, I heard one set of feet hit the floor in the bedroom. I could track their movements to the door, which I heard open. Usually, it would be shut as they left the bedroom, but this time it was held open as my daughter's bleary eyes focused and saw the footprints. The pause was long enough for her to have also taken in the open attic door. Then the door shut, and the running of feet back to the bed towards the beds could be heard. Some frantic words were followed, and three more sets of feet hit the floor and made their way to the door. The door creaked open once again, and then the scream started. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> more running back towards the bed sounds, and then silence. I went to check on all four girls, and I went to check, and all four girls were found to be shaking under one duvet. <laughs> And then at the end, I love this, the blood splats were pointless, just meant me having to climb up a ladder and wash a first floor window. <laughs> well, I was going to say like, and then his wife <laughs> I mean, said, why the hell is there I would make blood a, all over I the house? I would make a joke about his parenting. If When I have kids, that is exactly the sort of thing I would do. First, absolutely top grade parent. That's the whole point. I think for children, basically. I, you say that. I told my, I used to make my son go to sleep by saying... If you don't go to sleep, the dustman will come and throw dust in your eyes. And it terrified him so much <laughs> that I couldn't bear to do it anymore. Oh, it word. absolutely That's haunted him. Really effective, <laughs> but yeah, terrifying. I've got a couple more. We, 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 we've really yeah, been... Carry uh, on. Coming. So, yeah. um, it's on a roll. Jenna from Teesside has written in. Um, again, a paranormal activity one. Seems to be a running thing. Uh, we watched uh, Paranormal Activity and it made me proper jumpy. I was fast asleep uh, that night when Michael, as her husband, rolled over in his sleep, grabbed my arm and screamed in my face (laughs) (laughs) and then rolled back over and started snoring again. I actually didn't sleep for the rest of the night. I just laid in bed terrified. (laughs) I actually commented back to this like, wow, Jesus, that's horrifying. And she wrote, I told him the next day and he had no idea he'd done it. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, my other half does things like that. It's brilliant. I, I, She's pregnant at the moment and she was talking in her sleep and I could tell she was murmuring because she had a nightmare and I rolled over and patted her stomach reassuringly and she freaked out because she thought I was a demon stealing her baby. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up an hour later and she was just staring at me and she was still terrified. Wow. See, apparently all I've tried to do is, um, but you know, I've, I've rolled over to my wife and gone, do you want another drink? <laughs> <laughs> that makes so oh, much sense. Wish, God, I wish you were sleeping with me. <laughs> yes, please. I'm afraid you're stuck with me, mate. Oh, wow. Have you, have, I've got one more. Have you, you've had one more. I've got you? one, one from Kurt. Now, he specifies, not a believer, and I was <laughs> sat channel hopping in my house alone. Some ridiculous Ghost Hunters TV show was on. At this time, I also had two cats and a dog. Randomly, one of the cats started hissing at a plain wall. I assume there might have been a cobweb or something on it to distract her. She pounced at the wall, shrieked, and ran off into the dining room. 
About 20 minutes later, I heard a distinct noise of something landing, then running along the landing. I assumed it was the cats, who often play fight, uh, play fight and chased each other, but they were both asleep in the dining room and the dog was next to me. I went upstairs to check what it was, and nothing was there, nothing had fallen. Not a believer, but I did freak out a little bit then. Fair enough. Um, a ghost story then. Can I just clarify, is he a believer? I believe not. Okay. Okay. I just <laughs> he didn't make it clear. Um, yeah, as uh, all, all the more emphasis like nah, none of that's real. Oh dear god, now my pants are wet. Uh, Goldberg, you might have one? Yeah, I've got one. It's from Karen from Stockton on Tees. Hey. hey. Uh talking about her she's titled it Inappropriate Halloween Costumes. Currently, my favorite inappropriate Halloween costume is Sexy Ken Bone. Sexy you know who Ken Bone is? Ken Bone. Oh, dear Lord. I know the name Ken yeah. Bone. The red sweater-wearing star of the presidential debate. The second oh, debate. Yeah. yeah, and then it all came out that on Reddit he quite liked pregnant porn and called them sexy human submarines. <laughs> but it didn't make... That endears him to me more. Yeah, if anything, he's more cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sexy Ken Bone would be my favourite current inappropriate costume. But I won't discount wearing a robbed Kim Kardashian costume complete with hands tied together. Mm. Oh, sexy. That is. And no, I can't be able to say sexy. Hobbit sexy. <laughs> Very Obviously. inappropriate. Yes, terrifying. Okay, everybody, uh, let's move on to our favourite section. Awesome. Five. Horror film in five, more more accurately. So we're doing film in five, but we've gone with horror films only. And Goldberg, you said you've had you've had a real flush of inspiration. For I this. Have, I'm I just was gushing ideas I'm earlier this week. Really excited. Suddenly having I'm, a genre just I just have, made you explode it, it, with a creative juice. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Limitations cause creativity. That's what I've always found. <laughs> totally. Um, well, go on, start I, I've got to give a shout out to Deb, who is apparently a huge Film in Five fan. Hates the rest of the podcast, but she loves Film in Five. So <laughs> Deb from Oxford, God bless you. Thanks, Deb. Yeah, cheers, Deb. Um, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. You have to sit through 45 minutes before yeah. we get to this. Thankfully, well, it's on the internet. You can okay. just skip. No, I, don't. Don't tell people they can do that. I have six. Six. <laughs> I believe Howie is Greedy not bugger. far behind. Oh um, my word! I, okay. I came up with four. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to start with these. These. So, film in five. Is that the title, or film in five or six? <laughs> You've got six uh, films. If it's, if it's hyphenated, it there's a lot as, of hyphens. No, I've got a hyphenated one that counts to me as that. That's one word. Okay, that's I sorry. do have an un, like a uh, un thing. There's like three letters. That's okay. a bit tricky. Anyway, we'll get to that. Let me just smash this no. up. Okay. Goldberg, you start us off then because you have plenty. Number one, don't let in a wrong un. Let the right one in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say Brexit. <laughs> Easy enough. Okay, Harry. Okay. Harry. Okay, um, there's actually two answers to uh, this. I thought of two different ways to do it. <laughs> First option, Rubik's Cube, D&D version. The Cell. Nope. No, hang on. The... What's, um... What's... Rubik's Cube, D&D ver- Do Not Disturb version. Or no. Dungeons and Dragons. D&D. Yeah, D&D version. Yeah, nerdy version of oh. D&D. <laughs> uh, the Cube? Isn't that a game show? <laughs> the Cube. If you get stuck, I can give you the second option. Okay, for it. okay. All right, so first option is Rubik's Cube, D&D version. Second one is overwritten S&M snuff porn. Oh, 
No. Written. I, I have to point out I don't watch any horror films. No, I'm not very good at this. <laughs> Saw? It's not Saw. No. Wreck. Oh. You're roughly on the right lines with the kind of horrible stuff. Mm, hostel. Earlier. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Right, between it, you've got clues on Cube and S&M. Oh, I know. It's 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 um, Hellraiser. There he is. Oh, yeah. yes, of <laughs> course. The, 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 the Tesseract box, yeah. yeah thing, of course, yeah. yeah. Oh, very good. Okay, Um, my first one. Uh, Dolls shagging is not sexy. <laughs> yes, it is. Child's Play 4. No, uh, Child's Play... Uh, uh, Bride of Chucky. No. Damn but it. you're so close, obviously. Um, it's, uh, it's the other one. Oh, yeah, so. what, leprechaun! No, no, no! no oh, it's, it's Charles Play. Oh. Yeah, but it's uh, it's Seed of Chucky. Oh, oh. is that the third one? I, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. it was it was a Charles. Oh Blake. no, no! It might be. Yeah. Anyway, Bride of Chucky and then Seed of Chucky. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg, the great big basket bloke, Wicker Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you found five words to describe one. That's brilliant. Harry, what have you got? A uh, very anxious seven days. Very anxious seven days. That's only four words. A very anxious mm. seven days. What's a week? What a week? Uh, God, week. Uh, are we thinking week? Is week it's seven yeah. days? Week. It's a time frame. It's kind of the crux of the uh, film. Weekend at Bernie's. No. <laughs> Is it Seven Famous Days by movie. Craig David? Uh, that's a song. Oh, that's so close. So close. The video. Maybe that's that's a thing. You, you just gave yourself a massive clue. Also, that's a... Th- With the video. Oh, God. Oh. <gasps> um, Is it The Ring? Yes. Yes. Because oh. you watch the film and seven days later, you watch the video You're and seven days later you, you die. die. Yeah, very um. good. Um, okay. Not well rated on TripAdvisor. <laughs> Hostel. Hostel. No. Um, uh, uh, the Shining. No. Oh, I was thinking of the hotel. Uh, oof. Well, yeah, you should be. Oh. There are people literally screaming at their audio device. Just. I'm, 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 I'm having an Aleppo moment. It's, it's really one of the most classic horror films of all time. So and this is older. Psych- oh, Psycho. Old. Yes. Oh, damn it. Yeah, well done. Yeah, of course. Sheep asks class for quiet. Science of the Lambs? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I got to You're that. You're too fast. You ruined yeah. it for Deb from Oxford. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm I'll, ed- I'll edit in some dead air so she can have a minute to think about it. There we go. Straight. Well, I don't know. Sheep, lamb. Yeah, bosh. Oh. Okay. Um, right, you guys, if you have any respect for it. Well, no, I'll just read it. Just you should do get it. it right away. <laughs> Suck my boomstick. <laughs> of course. I don't know this. This is a quote from the film, I guess. It's the probably the most famous catchphrase of the film and oh. the entire series of films. Gremlins? Not even. You're in the right realm with sort of B-movies. It's a, the B-movie horror movie. It's a classic. Legged freaks? Snakes no, on a plane? No, that's not a horror film. <laughs> oh, God. Come on, okay. Bruce Campbell is in it. Evil oh. Dead. Yes, there it is. Yeah, the Evil Dead series. Yeah, suck my boomstick. I uh, thought Groovy was like the iconic line, but okay. 
Okay, nah. my next my next one um is hyphenated, so it, <laughs> it works it. Ill advised guest for game night. Hmm. Hmm. I think instantly leaps to mind there. Uh right, game night. I'm trying to think of like Ouija boards or um Jumanji. <laughs> no. <laughs> also that's not a cap that's no. Um ill advised game night. No. Guest for game night. Gonna say saw, yeah, yeah, saw because one. he wants yeah. to play a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is oh, it all saw? Right. Oh, that, oh, I was right. gonna just say saw. Does that make sense? No, 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 I've got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, just... I'm on fire. Tonight. Okay, you are. You are nailing these. We found your. We found your niche, which is weird because I don't actually watch many horror movies, <laughs> but I never forget the ones I've watched right because they alley. keep making me wet the bed. Mm. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? <laughs> Colonial changeling bothers the motherland. Um, the thing. No. Colonial changeling. I'm really motherland. I'm really bothered. Well, that's obviously to do with Russia. An American werewolf in London. Correct. Oh, well done. Very good. I would have jumped down on the Paris one. Yeah, American werewolf in Paris. Well, I consider this my motherland, but yeah, I guess no, Paris. <laughs> when you said motherland, I instantly think of like Russia. Yeah, and so I, I, block. yeah. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Yippee ki Mother Russia. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay, um, this is my last one. Um, <laughs> now this is going to possibly be a bit esoteric. Um, he was the first sucker. Um, Dracula. Yeah. Oh, well done. The original Dracula, like the black and white version. Excellent. Oh, all, right. <laughs> all right, this is my last one. Uh, London traffic finally not horrendous. 28 days later. Correct. Wow. <laughs> it's that scene, isn't it, when he comes out of the hospital? When I'm thinking, you know, apparently they did they didn't close anything. They no. just filmed it at like 4 in the morning. Yeah, yeah then they they like they like they balanced the light yeah. later, but yeah. it was uh, ludicrously early, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I I've got one more then. Yeah, finish us off. The misuse of power tool incident. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Correct. I was, was going to say either that or carry uh, <laughs> with a <the> sledgehammer. <laughs> Well, we, we've got quite a collective body of film knowledge of horror it. film knowledge between us it's really? slightly concerning yeah. <laughs> living up to our cinephile I'd say it was spooky <laughs> I was really hoping it would be God. bollocks <laughs> <But> no, <laughs> oh sorry bollocks <laughs> I've actually got a whole collection of him so let's just appreciate it bollocks 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 Bollocks! 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 What a perfect way to summarise season one. (laughs) That was season one in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, We are gonna we're gonna wrap up now. So I'm just yes, I'm gonna fade in the non creepy normal music uh, that unfortunately I couldn't edit properly. So. Uh, guys thank you so much it's been a pleasure and we will start a new season soon soon hopefully um, in in an unspecified amount of time season wrap woo thanks very much let's have a beer let's have a party cheers there's a party in my pants and pants party the party with the pants the party with the pants (laughs) my pants burning (laughs) I should do something about that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's a clinic just down the road it's fine 
They, they know me on first name terms. The Howie. No, I won't say your name. No. The Skypey Clinic. He's got his own parking space. Oh, dear. All right. Thank you, everybody. We will see you in the next podcast in season two. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye.